0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Do you really know the connection between your teeth and the rest of your health? Did you know that problems in your body can affect your teeth and vice versa? If you have silver fillings, what could they be doing to present a toxic environment to your system? Welcome to the Tooth Body Connection with Dr. Dawn Ewing. In this program, you'll learn about precautions and safe practices in order to keep your teeth and the rest of your body at safe and healthy levels of life. Now, here is Dr. Dawn Ewing.
2: I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. You know, biological dentistry and medicine encompasses so many different things in the complementary alternative world, one of which is homeopathy. And that's what we're going to talk about today are homeopathic remedies. And they can not only be used in dentistry, but they can be used in lots of other uh, medical reasons. And of course, In Europe, they use them a lot more than we do here in the United States. But we just want to give you some um, basics as far as homeopathy goes and its use in dentistry. So we're going to start off by just talking about the very, very basics. First off, what in the world is homeopathics and homeopathy? So homeopathy is derived from the Greek word homeos, which means similar, And pathos, which means disease or suffering or sickness. So if you put the two together, then you've got similar diseases. And in the world of homeopathy, that's kind of what you're doing is you're taking similar. So if you had, uh, I'm going to use Ipecac. The homeopathic remedy of Ipecac is really good for nausea and vomiting. What, What do you give somebody if you want to induce vomiting? Let's say they've been poisoned you're going to give them Ipecac, syrup of Ipecac. So in homeopathy, you would give them a very, very small dose, and we're going to be talking about those doses called potencies um, to try to relieve the person from having the nausea and vomiting. So we'll we'll get into this so that by the end of the show, you'll really be able to understand more about using homeopathic remedies, and hopefully you'll be encouraged to study a little bit more. But it's a system of... uh, medicine that really was started in the early 1800s by a physician, Samuel Hahnemann, and it spread rapidly throughout Europe, and actually, if you look at the history, here in the United States, we used a lot of homeopathy for many years, and then as conventional medicine, or what we now call conventional medicine, kind of started taking over, you found fewer and fewer medical schools teaching the homeopathic remedies. But it's a form of energy healing that brings uh, a response from the body. I always explain this to my patients so that they can get an understand of what energy or frequency medicine is, which is what homeopathy is. If my husband and I walk into a restaurant and one of our favorite songs is playing, we might reach over and and. Clasp hands and squeeze each other's hand and give each other a wink and maybe lean over and even kiss each other. But you and your spouse are walking into the same restaurant, and you don't even recognize that there's music being played. That's a response that's elicited by the frequency of the music. And homeopathy is a lot like that, but these substances come from different minerals, different plants, different animals. And the frequency of that substance can elicit a response. So Dr. Hahnemann and all the research that was done years ago used different minerals and substances to find out what that created in the individual. So if you took too much of a substance, what did that cause? And they wrote down all the different symptoms that they uh, experienced from that, from those provings and that's what they were called was provings and then they took small doses of the medication and it or the the remedy and it stopped the symptoms so in homeopathy we use the phrase like cures like so if you had a fever you would be looking for a substance that if you took it in huge doses would give you the symptom of a fever another example would be something like apis which is a, a bee sting. So if you had a bee sting, you would get swelling in that area. But if you experienced swelling in an area and you weren't stung by a bee, you would use a homeopathic remedy of apis to help with the swelling. So you can see how the, that like-cure-like like kind of goes on. The, the homeopathic remedies work by stimulating the body's own defense mechanism. So we're going to use some terms here, and we talk about homeopathy itself. Homeopathy is the study of the homeopathic medications. A homeopath is the person that is helping you find those remedies. A lot of times they are um, doing involved record-keeping, and they're taking a questionnaire that is really in-depth in order to try to find out what remedy you need to use. That's the homeopath. The homeopathic is the actual remedy that you're taking. So if you're taking a homeopathic remedy, then that's the actual substance. Then we want to talk about the difference between classical homeopathy, which is the, the original form of using homeopathic remedies based on different symptoms that you're having. Or we could have a constitutional homeopathic remedy, which would be, you have a particular personality style, um, personality traits. And so those traits are usually taken care of or helped by a homeopathic remedy called a constitutional. And then we have cords of homeopathic remedies where we put in uh, different frequencies and sometimes it's even different remedies together and we get a, a combination of those. And that's Used a lot in uh, homeopathic remedies where you see something like for lymphatic drainage, where they'll have a combination of a lot of different substances in there at different potencies or different frequencies to elicit a response for the individual. So, the homeopathic remedies again are derived from plants, minerals, animals. So, uh, let's g- give you some examples um, red onion. Uh, arnica, which is a mountain herb, uh, the, the bees that we were talking about earlier with the apis, uh, poison ivy, which is used a lot. And what would you think poison ivy would be used for? Anything that creates a rash. Because, of course, if you get poison ivy, then you have this horrible rash. So if you present with a rash and you don't know what it is, then you could use the homeopathic of poison ivy to try to help that. Any one of these substances can, can be used in different dilutions to try to create a, a response for the person. So the homeopathic remedy itself can come in uh, a liquid, and oftentimes that's the way you'll find it. Those liquids most of the time have alcohol in there. So a lot of homeopathic remedies aren't necessarily suitable for children Or if you have a problem with alcohol, and I'm going to give you a a tip on how you can uh, deal with that. If you heat up a little bit of water and you heat it up to a boiling point where you've got steam coming off of it and you put your homeopathic drops in the water, the alcohol will evaporate off immediately. And then you can go ahead and use that. But sometimes people still don't like the fact that there was alcohol in there. So homeopathic remedies can come in a cream they can also come in tiny little pellets. The most often, uh, the, the one that you'll see like that is the Ocilococcinum, which people are really familiar with for flu remedy. comes in little itty-bitty vials with these tiny little pellets that are in there, and you put the pellets under your tongue. It is best not to touch those remedies with your fingers. It's best not to have them near anything that has high energy. So if we're talking about something that is energy medicine, and you put it near something that has high amounts of energy, then it could cause the remedy to change. So I'm going to try to use an example that most people could understand. We talked about the music earlier. And for those of you that know my husband and myself, he proposed to me at a Christian rock concert to a particular song called Just Say Yes. He was hoping that I would just say yes to his proposal. But the uh, tape that we have of that, that group singing the song is not the same experience that we had when we were there in person. And yet, when I listen to that song, it evokes good memories for me and I can, it'll put me in a happy place. So I could be in a bad mood, listen to the song. It's not the actual group singing it. It's a copy of that group singing it. If I put that tape on top of a bed that has a magnetic mattress on there, it's going to erase that tape because the magnetic mattress is a stronger frequency than the tape is, and it will completely erase it. So it's not a good thing for you to put homeopathic remedies near something like a cell phone or on top of a refrigerator that has a lot of electromagnetic field or on top of anything that has a lot of magnets or on top of a TV set. So you start to get my drift about the things that have high energy and how it's good to keep them away. Other things that will neutralize homeopathic remedies could be things like caffeine, which is really strong and can undo a homeopathic remedy, or really, really strong essential oils like some of the peppermint or wintergreen. So you will usually see that when you take a homeopathic remedy, you should take it, not eat or drink anything for a a little while afterwards, say 15 minutes, and then you should refrain from taking in anything that is super strong with those volatile oils or anything that's strong like caffeine in an effort to not neutralize those substances. Okay, so now we know that the homeopathic remedy comes in different forms. We want to try to uh, talk about the different dilutions of how those remedies can come. So we're, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the potencies of C or X, because if you've purchased homeopathic remedies before, and you know that you can get these at most health food stores, and you certainly can go online and get a lot of these, that you would like to have the correct potency. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the, the different dilutions of these homeopathic remedies. We'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on
1: Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Doctor drdawn at drdawn.net. That's drdawn at drdawn.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection.
2: I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. We're talking about homeopathic remedies today, and we're to the point where we'd like to talk about the different dilutions, also called the potency. So if you see something that has... A 6X, 12X, that X means 10. So it means that that particular substance has been diluted 10 times and succussed. So what succussion means is envision that I take an empty bottle and I put one uh, drop of a substance into that empty bottle. And I put nine eyedroppers of water in there. And now I seal the bottle and I slap it on my hand, that action is called succussion. And what it does is it energizes the molecule that you put in there into the molecules of water. So let's try to put that in a visual picture. If you've listened to me before, you know that I like to speak in word pictures. Visualize that I'm on a beach, and there's just clear sand. There's no imprints on the sand whatsoever. And I have on special tennis shoes that on the bottom of the tennis shoe says Don Ewing. If I walk up and down that beach, it's going to say Don Ewing, Don Ewing, Don Ewing all over the place. (laughs) Boing, 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 boing. (laughs) Okay, every time you succuss, you imprint the material that you put the one eye drop in onto the water molecules themselves. So that act of succussing actually makes the remedy stronger and energizes it into the water. When we look at the X potency, it's the the smaller of the potencies. We we go into X's, and then we go into C's, and then we go into the 1M potencies. And usually by the time we get up to a 1M potency, that's not something that you are using uh, buying, by buying it yourself, unless you purchase it online, then you're probably going to a homeopath who is deciding what kind of remedy would be best for you, because that's a much stronger, that's dealing at an emotional level. And uh, the ones that you usually find in a health food store are the X potencies and some of the C potencies. So I want to try to, again, stick with our word pictures and try to make this something that you understand when we're talking about a one X potency. So let's let's visualize that we take one cup of red sand and we dump it into a bowl containing nine cups of white sand. And then we mix it all together. Now you visualize that the cup of red sand, although it's still present, is now really diluted with all that white sand in a ratio of nine parts to one part. That dilution is now called 1X. So if you're getting a remedy of arnica and it's at a 1X potency, it is the closest thing to the mother tincture, the mother tincture being that you actually took the herb And you soaked it in alcohol in order to extract all the vital uh, parts of that plant. And that is called the mother tincture. So when we took one part of that mother tincture and put it into the nine parts of water, then we ended up with a 1x potency. So now if we take that one cup of sand that I mixed, and we mix it with another nine cups of white sand, you can... Imagine that I can barely see some of the red sand in there. That is now a 2X. Now I take a cup of that 2X and mix it with another nine cups of sand, and I go to a 3X. Statistically, when we get to our 24X, which is called Avogadro's number, there is no more of the red sand or the mother tincture found in this substance, by that point, it's all energy. So when you're dealing with your homeopathic remedies that are higher potencies than that, then you're just getting the energy from that substance. There isn't the actual molecule in there anymore. And that's why homeopathy is called energy medicine. So although the active ingredients contained in the homeopathic remedies are really dilute, they still retain their ability to stimulate the body's natural healing response. So let's get back to the song that I was talking about, the Just Say Yes. If I made a copy of the original CD that they made in the studio, and I I don't have a CD player, I have to use a cassette tape, which you can't even get cassette tapes anymore, but... I make a cassette tape of that, and then I take that cassette tape, and I make another cassette tape, and then I make another cassette tape. I could make thousands of those cassette tapes. It will still elicit the same response for me. Another example when we're talking about music, if I walk into, uh, again, we'll use a restaurant, and I hear happy birthday, and it's my birthday, I'm probably going to get warm fuzzies thinking, gosh, I've got a group of people here who remembered it was my birthday. But if I walk in and it's not my birthday, I'm not going to elicit the same response. So in the homeopathic remedies, if you take something that's not an exact match, it won't cause harm for you. It just won't cause the reaction that you were looking for. And that's the important part when you are trying to figure out what homeopathic remedy to use you're going through uh, a list of different actions of different substances that can be used and you're trying to determine well this one is for swelling but this one's for swelling that's worse at night or this one's for swelling that seems to be improved when you use ice this one's for swelling but it the Pain is relieved when you use something warm. So when you start looking at those differences, it starts defining which of these homeopathic remedies would be okay for you. But the beauty in homeopathy is you can use it on kids. Heck, you can use it on animals. You know, the placebo effect, the animal doesn't know whether you've given them a prescription or whether you've given them a homeopathic remedy. And they seem to work very well. Nowadays, you can even get homeopathic remedies in water for animals that have a lot of anxiety. Um, You know, we use some of the Bach flower remedies and we look at things for uh, calming the individual. And those are great to use on animals. So if you have to leave the house and your animal runs around in circles and chews up all the pillows and starts to tear up the trash, then maybe using a homeopathic remedy of some rescue remedy or something like that would be helpful to try to um, ease the anxiety for that person. So these things that are diluted, especially the ones that are diluted more and more, they're very safe to use even on kids. But like I said earlier, when we get to some of those really strong energetic potencies, so we start looking at we anything that's under 30 C, is considered a low potency. Those are things that you'd like to use right when you find out you have a cold and you're going to reach for something that's like a, a 6X potency. The, somewhere around the 30C, that's a medium potency. I use 30C of x-ray at the office whenever we take an x-ray on somebody. We offer them a homeopathic remedy of x-ray. Remember, like, cures like. So what I want to do is I want to try to work out the exposure of that X-ray, and here's how I explain that to patients. When you're finding an exact match, if I'm a motorboat and I am going in the water at forty miles an hour and I weigh four hundred pounds, I'm going to create a wake behind me, and you can visualize the little wake behind my motorboat. If There is a motorboat coming the exact opposite direction that also weighs 400 pounds that is also going 40 miles an hour. Where our wakes come together, they will cancel each other out and the water will be completely still there instead of having the the big waves. That's a homeopathic remedy that elicits an exact response and cancels out the frequency. So you will see people who use homeopathic remedies that get really upset and they know that this particular homeopathic remedy will work for them. And once they take it, it's almost an instantaneous response. Now, you can take homeopathic remedies frequently until you get the response that you want, but usually it's not like a prescription where, let's say for pain, I might have to take something and I would expect to have to wait for two hours for the pain pill to kick in. When we're looking at our high potencies, it's anything that is in the 200C, 1M, 10M, and the very high potencies are the 10M, 50M, and the CMs. Those, again, are not something that you're going to be... uh, using on your own without guidance from some type of uh, a homeopath. And, you know, nowadays there are many states that even have licensed homeopathic physicians. I know in Arizona, they have a homeopathic board. And so they've gotten much deeper into homeopathic remedies. Dentists usually are pretty good about specific homeopathic remedies, and they might understand which ones would be indicated for dentistry, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. When we get to our different kinds of remedies, the liquid ones usually are dispensed in an amber glass with a little dropper or a shaker top on there. Uh, The German homeopathics oftentimes, when you open the bottle, they just have a round circle on top that's flat with a little hole in the center, and those are the shaker bottles and you go ahead and tap out how many uh, drops you need. Some of them are in purified water with alcohol that we talked about before. And generally, those are a single remedy. I, I happen to use some of the uh, combination remedies that are also come in the little bottles like that. Again, the mother tincture is the undiluted liquid extract of that particular source, whether it's a salt or a mineral, and it is the least diluted of any of the substances. Then we talk about dispensing these from the bottle. I want to make sure that you don't touch them with your fingers. Even if it's the little pellets like we were talking about with the Ocilococcinum, you want to dispense the little, they're little round white pills if you've never seen them before. Tiny, tiny little pellets, almost like a BB. And if you will flip the lid over, then you can tap out an appropriate number of the pellets. Usually three of them is fine. And you want to go ahead and take that cap and just tap it so that it goes under the tongue so that you're not touching it with your fingers at all so that we don't get any oils on it or the energy from your hands uh, to change that remedy at all. We are going to Take another break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some specifics of some of these remedies.
1: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Dawn at drdawn.net. That's drdawn at drdawn.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection.
2: If you're looking for a dentist or physician that can help you with your dental problems or with some homeopathic remedies, maybe, I'm going to encourage you to go to our website www.iabdm.org. If you notice, some of the doctors listed actually have the word certified by their name. That means that they have not only presented cases to their peers, but they've also taken a written exam that's quite extensive And homeopathy happens to be part of that exam. So if you're looking for someone that understands homeopathic remedies, that might be a clue for you when you're looking through the list of practitioners. So we were talking about dosing the homeopathic remedies. You know, you can use them every 5 to 30 minutes until the symptoms seem to improve. And if you can't take it, you can... Keep the homeopathic remedy near you. Put it in your pocket. Um, Maybe place the bottle right in the elastic of your underwear. The glass bottle itself does not confine the energy, so there's still going to be a release of that energy to you so that you can get continued improvement. I I wanted to kind of go over some of the specific remedies and give you some key things to look for, for them. So the first one is aconite. We use aconite a lot, especially in a dental office. There is nobody that likes to go to a dental office. And usually that creates some kind of a a sudden fear for the individual sitting in a chair, being in that position. So aconite is a great thing to use for fear. The uh, sepia, uh, which is the red onion, is really good for a, a sore, raw toothache. Not uh, one that is, well, we're going to go over a few other remedies that can be used in different cases. So that would be one that if the tooth is really, really sore and it appears raw. Remember we talked about the apis mellifica? That is the bee sting or that from the honeybee. And it is really good for a type of swelling or redness or burning pains. If you're writing this down, you can, the next one we're going to talk about is Arnica. And most people have heard of a particular remedy called Traumeel. That is, uh, there's a bunch of different companies that make something similar to Traumeel, but it's got a lot of Arnica in it. It's great to have in a first aid kit in your house. It's good for Uh, strains and bruising, if you've been out working in the yard and you were shoveling and you injured a shoulder, pulled a muscle, it's a great thing to use. If you've been out skiing, it might be a good thing for you to use. Another one that's good for neuralgic type pains or for a toothache or a sore throat maybe would be belladonna. And uh, if you've ever taken belladonna before, then it makes your, your pupils kind of unusual. Chamomile is something that you hear of using a chamomile tea to try to soothe an irritable child, but it can also be used for pain or fever, a toothache, an earache, somebody who's got his teething for a child, um, an area where it's numb, somebody that has uh, a hot temper. You might use the chamomile for to try to calm them down. Remember, we talked about coffee. And how it's strong and it can undo a homeopathic remedy. But coffee itself can be a homeopathic remedy. And so when we're looking at, again, a toothache, the coffee would be used, a homeopathic of coffee, when the toothache is relieved by holding ice water in the mouth. That's your clue. Remember we talked about some of these hidden clues. Uh, Sometimes there's a sleeplessness that's created over joyous events. The toothache... Uh, which can also be relieved by something called hypericum, is relieved by the cold water, and sometimes the person has a headache with a feeling as if a nail is being pounded into the side of their neck. <clears throat> Hepersulfate, which is a remedy that we uh, often talk about in a dental office because it's great for abscesses or boils. Dental infections can be used for eye infections or for a cough or sore throat. Um, It's great when there's sensitivity to uh, impressions that the individual is having taken. And hepersulfate sulfate can be likened to using a homeopathic remedy of uh, an antibiotic. Hypericum we talked about is really good for nerve pain. And so it's used post-surgically. The sepia, now this is different than the The onion that I was talking about earlier, this is spelled S-E-P-I-A, is good for aggravations. Um, It's good for somebody who's notices that their feels like their arms are drawing up because of the pain or it, it, it's worse with cold air. We talked about earlier how some things were improved by cold. The staphysic is also good for teething pain, nervousness, and pain after a tooth extraction. So let's flip this and look at some different remedies that can be used for specifics. Instead of me giving you the remedy and telling you what they're good for, let's give a list a different way. If, if I had an abscess, then I would look at things like Belladonna or Byronia or sulfate, or Pulsatilla or Silica. Those might be some things. The Silica is used to hasten the discharge when there's pus coming out from a tooth. Again, if I had Apprehensive, remember I talked about the Aconite. Well, coffee can also be used for that. Like cures like and And so when we're looking at the coffee, that's a great thing. the chamomile or pulsatilla is good for anxiety. Another thing that homeopathic remedies can be used for is something called bruxism. So sometimes a parent will hear that their child is grinding their teeth in the middle of the night. So the belladonna that we talked about earlier is a really good remedy to use for that. Uh, tuberculinum is another thing that can be used for grinding your teeth. In a, homeo- in a homeopathic practice or in a dental office, when they're talking about homeopathy, sometimes we use other terms like nosodes. The- that term nosode means diseased tissue. If we're using the term sarcode, it means that we're looking at healthy tissue. And if we're using the term autosode, it means that we are creating a homeopathic remedy based on the tissue from one's own body. So you might find somebody who uses uh, different types of equipment, machines, to like an inverter, to create a homeopathic remedy based on the mucus from your colds. So they might ask you to blow your nose. They might ask you to cough up a phlegm ball. They might ask you to provide some urine. And then they would take the inversion of that and put it into a homeopathic formula in order to give you the exact of, of what you're having a problem with. So we find that quite often in surgical remedies we will create autosodes for the individual. So a physician that is Dealing with surgery might use a pre-dental homeopathic remedy. I know we do a lot in our office, and it's in a pre-sealed bottle. And then there's a post-surgical remedy, and it has not only some of the arnica that we talked about that's good for bruising, um, it's good for the strains of having to have your mouth open so long after the surgery, but it also has some Bach flower remedies in there to help with the emotional aspect of having the tooth taken out. Okay, we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to answer some questions of callers. We'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on
1: Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Dawn at drdawn.net. That's drdawn at drdawn.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection.
2: I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Today, we've been talking about homeopathic remedies. There are lots of good books out there on homeopathy. Uh, as it relates to dealing with your children, as it relates to um, using it in your home, even for your animals. There's lots of veterinarians now that use homeopathic remedies, burn moxa on acupuncture points, and uh, instead of using the traditional vaccines, we'll even look at homeopathic remedies for that. If you go to our website on www.iabdm.org, there are videos that we have from some of our past conferences. Dr. McElwee did some videos, I think there's two of them on there, that are about homeopathy. And it's in a pretty good basic delivery. So if you wanted more information on homeopathy, you could go to our website and you could certainly look at some of those videos that are on there. There are lots of different courses that can be taken. I know years ago I took one through uh, HEAL, B-H-I HEAL, and they talked about their different remedies that they had. So when you're looking at homeopathic remedies, some of the remedies are called drainage remedies. They prepare the body. So we look at some of the ways that things get out of the body. Uh, your lymphatics, your lung, your liver, your kidneys, your large intestines. Those are ways that your body discards toxins. And so oftentimes those areas need some help to kind of clean them out. So the way I try to describe that to patients is if you had a lint trap in your dryer and I put in some brand new towels, I could expect that my lint trap would get completely full very quickly. So if I'm doing maybe a candida cleanse and I'm killing off candida cells and those cells can't get out of the body fast enough, so that would be the drier lint trap getting completely full, then the body starts to have problems. And we call that a Herxheimer reaction or people will say, I had a healing crisis. I killed off so much candida that I got sick because I couldn't get it out. And so that's where the drainage remedies really come in. We use a lot of lymphatic drainage remedies because the lymphatics get taxed when there are dental issues. So if you've ever had a sore throat before, you know that your lymph nodes swell up. And so the lymphatic drainage remedies are really good for that. Those are usually low-potency remedies. And so now you know what that means. That means that when you look at the bottle, they should say like 6X or 12X on there. Sometimes they're corded. <clears throat> that cord means that you'll see the same substance but at a different frequency or a different potency. So, I'm going to use the example of uh, arnica. And if I had a, a product that was corded, it might be at a 6x, a 12x, a 30x. But it's the same substance that is in there. Actually, your body is incredibly intelligent. We don't give it enough credit for how smart it is. When you take that particular substance and it's corded, the body figures out what it needs at that moment in time. It would be kind of like you taking, a, let's say you have a particular heart medication, and you ha- it comes in a 2 milligram, a 5 milligram, and a 10 milligram, your body would be able to figure out what it needs and then it would discard or just not even look at the rest that's in there. Just like the music that we were talking about, it either elicits the appropriate response or it doesn't have a reaction at all. So these homeopathic remedies can come in different things where we're talking about the drainage. They can also come in things where they are trying to to assist something getting out of the body, like maybe a viral or a heavy metal. So homeopathic remedies are really good to use for a multitude of different things. Okay, I'm going to introduce our trusty sidekick, Toby, who has been fielding some of your questions. um,
5: One of the things that was mentioned on the email at drdawn.net, by the way, is are most homeopathic medicines, well, the question was, give us some brand names of some really reputable companies.
2: Okay. Um, Delisos is a company that can be used. Um, Guna is one, but I do believe that Guna will only sell to health practitioners Um Boreon is a company that I believe most anybody could get something from. I, I know that I personally, years ago, had uh, some family kits that were from Delisos, but I, I think that Borean has probably taken over that company, and so maybe you can get them. You, but a lot of these you can buy online.
5: And BHI Heel, another one?
2: BHI Heel, I think that they are only being sold out of Europe now. Um, but that's another really good company. But there are lots of companies here in the United States that are supplement companies that will s- sell specific things. So uh, Deseret Biologicals carries a lot of combination remedies. That's, you know, it's not one specific thing in there. You'll have a, a, like a drainage, and then you'll have something to detoxify that as well. So they might have a combination remedy for uh, a sore throat. Lots of these companies are very reputable and php has that's professional health products has a lot of different homeopathic remedies and they have some remedies that are a little stronger and they call them liquecences it's a liquid uh, but they make specific, i think they have a liver liquescence and a kidney liquescence and of course a lymphatic because lymphatic is really important to get things moving you know when we're talking about the lymphs, and, and I don't mean to get off topic here, but when we're talking about the lymphs, the job is the, of the lymphatic system is to be like a little Pac-Man. And so his job is to hobgobble what the white blood cells don't get in, in throughout the blood system. And so your lymphatics are supposed to be nice and thin, like maple syrup that's being poured over a stack of warm pancakes. So you can just visualize that maple syrup flowing down. But a lot of people don't drink enough water. Or they drink coffee, and that's dehydrating, and so their lymphatics kind of get congealed. They don't exercise enough. They don't rebound, which is jumping up and down. Your lymphatics don't have a pump. You know, your your circulation system has a heart that pumps things around. So your lymphatics don't. So if you just sit in a couch and your potato all day, then. <laughs> then your lymphatics probably are not moving very well. When we do thermography, we get to visualize the lymphatics under a woman's armpits and get an idea of whether those lymphatics are congesting or not. And we'll tell them, oh, gosh, you've got congested lymphatics. And what that means is if you took a jar of honey and it was sitting on your shelf for two or three years, you took it off of the shelf and you were going to use it, but when you opened the jar, it was just a solid chunk of sugar that's what the congested lymphatics are like. And so these remedies that are drainage remedies go in there and kind of thin out the uh, the lymphatics or make it easier, clean the tissues in that particular area so they're targeting certain things.
5: A uh, really good question came in about flu season. Uh, this person that emailed does not want to take a conventional flu shot. Is there a homeopathic remedy for the strains of flu this year?
2: There are. <clears throat> Borean makes a flu remedy that changes yearly. They look at the same strains that are used for the flu virus. You know, each year that, that flu um, vaccination that you get changes based on their prediction of what flus will be most active that particular year. And so they use those same projections and create a homeopathic remedy of them they're used a little differently you you take let's say three pellets and you take it on the same day of the week we're going to select a sunday and then you do that every week for five weeks and then you give yourself a break of three weeks and then you go ahead and do it another couple of weeks and that is a good way to use a homeopathic of this year's flu. And if you start to get flu symptoms along the way, then there are certainly good homeopathics for flu, meaning a remedy for flu, and and one of them that is the most commonly used is that Ascellacoxine, which now you can get even at a Walmart. I mean, I remember years ago where You know, that was, you had to get it from a practitioner. Every once in a while, you could find it in a health food store, but now it's so readily available. And, you know, homeopathic remedies really do not have an expiration date. The only way you can mess them up is by putting them near something that's, you know, really strong energy, like we talked about uh, with a cell phone or on a magnetic pad or something like that. So if you have something, by law, they have to put an expiration date on there. I think that's partially just so they can sell more, but I don't throw mine away. I, I, I keep them, and then if we need them, then we'll use them. Um, they seem to work very well.
5: Now, the flu remedy, is it available only through practitioners, or can the lay people buy it?
2: No, I'm, I think that they can go online, and if you uh, Google the flu remedy, I think it says influenza, and it'll say the year. And uh, Google Borean, then I think you should be able to find it. But certainly if you're having a problem, you can email me at drdawn at drdawn.net. Or if you're finding a biological practitioner, they, I mean, a, when we get our flu remedy for the year, we post a sign that says it's in. Because it usually doesn't come in until late October or November somewhere. And didn't, isn't that when it, ours came in this it year? It just
5: came into the office. Yeah. And I know you sell it for about, you sell for $8.
2: For, uh, a, a, vial for that, a vial that yeah. usually will take care of an entire family. There's enough pellets in there for a whole family. But we post a sign that says it's in and, and hope that people will take advantage of, of doing that, especially people that have problems um, where they're fearful of thimerosal in a vaccination, something like that. So, okay, we... <laughs> we we want to make sure that you know how to reach us because we are getting some emails here. If you email me at drdawn at drdawn.net, that's d-r-d-a-w-n at dot net, We'd be happy to answer any of your questions. If you're trying to look for a, a biological dentist, our website is going through some changes, so it'll make it a little easier for you to find a dentist. But if you're trying to find a dentist in your state, you can't find one, then please feel free to email us and we'll be able to help you.
5: And that would be at
2: iabdm.org.
5: And that's the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. That's where you'll find all of our members listed and their qualifications for when you want to find a biological dentist.
2: Okay, we want to thank you for listening. And we'll, we'll t- okay. see you in our next and we'll show. we'll say bye-bye. That's right.
1: Thank you again for tuning in to the Tooth Body Connection. Please join your host, Dr. Don Ewing, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again about a healthy mouth and a healthy body next week.